0: Hey there, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to part two of our conversation with Karen Moss.
1: What is the best career advice that you've received along the way?
0: You know, I
3: think back to my earlier days and I had an individual that said, you know, Karen, this company is going, you're going to see a lot of changes and embrace those changes because they're not something that is, you know, it's for the good right? It's, it changes good. And I'll, I, I've always hung on to that. Um, I think change is good. I've never looked at change as a negative. Um, you know, this program, PSX, there's lots of changes that have occurred with that. Um, and we've made it better, right? We've got the selection process differently. Um, you, you used to be selected by um, a leader, you know, we would give numbers out, so many slots, if you will, for each business area. And they wow. would send us the names of people that they wanted to put through the program. In their best judgment, that was who they thought would be the right fit. Uh, and I will tell you, you know, we we observed people standing on sidelines. And this wasn't some of the things that they wanted to do. It wasn't part of their development. And you got to realize that that conversation is essential for you to have with your leader. So they understand where your strengths are and where your desires are to grow. Um, So we changed that. We made it a selection process where you have to apply now. And we are seeing strides of um, people going through um, making huge impacts. Like it's it's so empowering to see that.
1: Well, I think the difference is you have to want it. You have Mm -hmm. to want it. You have to want it. You have to put in the time, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, how and you may have already said this. How long has that program, the PSX uh, Disney, been going on?
3: It's about ten years now. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's about ten years, and it is. Um, it's strong. Um, we have got a ROI right now of um, let's see for the uh, last couple of programs over sixty-six million in in ROI, which Claps is huge. And snaps. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we're very proud of that. I mean that's solid savings mm-hmm. um, that we're seeing. Wow.
2: So the whole idea is that when you come back from the field experience, you identify a project within your business where you can implement some of the strategies that Disney has taught you into the human culture to create savings. So it's really just, it's training, your, or I don't know if it's training or just exposure to thinking differently and just um, in ways that, that maybe hadn't thought of prior. It's just, it's just cool.
3: The interesting part of that, when you when you think about thinking differently, it is because the, the concepts are very simple.
2: Yes. And people do yes. walk away and
3: they say, gosh, that is so simple. Like, why didn't I think about it? And it's because it is so simple that people make it hard.
2: You know, the other thing I was impressed with is how much of it is built into humanist culture. So coming back from Disney, I was able to be like, oh, wow. Disney, you know, really been a huge um, factor in how we do things and just, I mean, a lot of our culture is based off it. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. Uh, I
3: mean, we very much align. I mean, you know, they're focused in on um, their 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 cast members and their, you know, guests. And we're focusing on our members. And what we're creating is the same, same thing. We're wanting an right. experience that excels or exceeds anybody's expectations. So that, you know, they have repeat guests, right? And we mm-hmm. want repeat members. We want people to renew with us.
2: Well, so... I'll give you a story, but the whole concept of perfect experience for the member really came alive for me prior. It had a situation occur at Disney World, and I'll share with you, but it didn't come alive until the Disney experience. And now it it's a huge part of how I um, interact at work. When Olivia, my daughter, was like five or six, we went to Disney with my sister, and we waited in line to see the Disney princesses. I mean, she's all in the full full outfit, princess outfit. And as we're waiting like an hour, (laughs) she has to use the restroom. So I'm like, no, no, you know, you're holding it. We're not going (laughs) to the restroom. And she's like, mom, I got to go. I'm like, Liv, we've been waiting a half hour. Like we're not getting out of line. We had to. So we got out of line. She went to the bathroom. And I'm like, well, we'll just wait outside the exit for my sister because I'm not getting back in that line again. So (laughs) she's like, aren't we going back? I'm like, no, no no, your Disney opportunity is done here. So we were at the exit and she starts crying, like ugly crying, like five-year-old crying where she's like, arms are like li- like flailing and I'm like dying. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like stop. You're f-. But this attendant for the Disney um, ride the, at the exit sees her from across the way, instantly comes over, you know, looks her in the eye and says, what's wrong princess? And as I'm like, like, she's fine, you know, I'm that mom, yeah. she's fine. Mm-hmm. This woman is not concerned with what I'm I'm (laughs) worried about. You know, and Olivia says, you know, I had to get out of line. I can't get in. So she escorts us immediately through the back of the line so that Olivia can meet the princesses. And it didn't occur, which was super sweet, but it didn't occur to me until the Disney experience how she was, that that attendant was making sure that Olivia's experience was nothing less than perfect. So she saw tears, and whether or not mom thought it was silly that she had these tears or not, she was going to make a, a perfect experience for this kid so that no matter when she looked back on her Disney experience, she would remember that moment. Now, but when you think about it, Olivia will bring that into her adulthood. She'll always associate. So Disney has created like this lifelong customer because of the positive situation they've created. But it wasn't until the Disney experience that I put all that business piece together and I was like, oh my goodness, you know, they're brilliant. Like it was, it was such a cool experience um, that now has infiltrated how I work because we have an opportunity every time we're working with one another or with the members to create a perfect experience that will help ensure brand loyalty.
1: Making a difference for one is better than making
2: a difference for none. Absolutely.
3: Well, and the power of your story is you said that it was an attendant, right? Right. She didn't have to go and ask her leader. Yes. She didn't have to come back and say, I'll be right back. Let you me know, see if I have permission you know, to do this. Let me see if I have permission. She was empowered to do that, and she went and made the perfect experience for you all. Will never forget that.
0: That'll be a story that lives on with you all forever.
2: Absolutely, that and that's a great point. Mm-hmm. She she was empowered to do it.
0: Right. Well, and that's part of our guiding behaviors, which right. is is something that i've I've really gravitated toward. Um, I finished schooling last September, and uh, became really interested in. Um, you know the voice of the consumer, and how Disney um, is of, of course their scores are through the roof great, but uh, for every like ten positive interactions, people will go out of the way to report the one negative. So that's something that, and I mean, it's true. I don't think I ever really go online to be like, this product is great, but if it's bad or I don't like it, I will for sure go out to Amazon and be like, don't waste your money, don't waste your time. So it's all all about creating these great experiences because undoubtedly if somebody does have a time where something doesn't go quite right, we're gonna have to take and and keep building onto their experience and making it better for them and transforming um, their experience with the healthcare system. Because it might not be directly us. It may be a a provider or a hospital, but then they can associate it with Humana, and we have to just keep uh, making that better and, and again, just transforming that interaction to the best of our ability.
2: Which goes back to what you said, how it's all based in our relationships. And so the members will remember the relationships and the time they spend with customer service or pharmacy or home operations or whatever it may be. which is where your work, Carmen, and your work, Karen, makes mm-hmm. such an impact because you have the ability to influence those that are touching the members. And it's it's just a really cool, like, you know, amazing organization when culture is so important to our leaders um, and that we are empowered to kind of absorb as much of the culture as we want to. So all of the opportunities are there and we get to choose what are we going to do? How are we going to grow ourselves and What will be our personal brand? It's just a lot in it.
3: That's right. Yes. Oh, go ahead.
2: Just going to ask a question from here. Uh,
1: What is the most effective daily habit you possess?
3: Well, that's a great question. Um, You know, I I firmly believe that you can't give something that you don't have. And so um, for me, I really, it's, it's about my health. It's about taking care of who I am, right? So mentally, physically, emotionally, all those things. So that I am filled up each day, then I can have the, the best interaction with those that I'm coming into contact with on a daily basis. That's really what I consider as one of my daily habits. When I wake up, I have to make sure that I have taken care of Karen so that I am filled up so then I
0: can empty out through the day. I love it. So Humana, uh, we keep talking about our culture and how we're really trying to be a learning culture. So what's something that you're curious about? <laughs> There's a lot of curiosity these days, right? But
3: I would say, you know, what I'm most curious about is seeing where Humana is going. Where are we going to take the next level to impact the customers, you know, our consumers? What are we going to do to make a difference in those lives? Because we keep evolving, right? So that's really where my curiosity is. You know, I want to be a part of that, and that's exciting for me. Absolutely.
2: So in your health in your care journey, in your professional journey, did you anticipate the moves you made? Like, did you have a clear pathway of what you were going to do, or did you kind of just grow with the company?
3: I grew with the company. Um, I, I would say that, you know, you just um, – I, I just watched for opportunities and just talking with people and understanding where – um, the areas of opportunity were right like understanding that um, who you'd want to work with what areas are really making um, the impacts and making the differences um, and that's really kind of how i went and you know went through my career with umana
1: which is why earlier when you said you 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 know change is inevitable right. you love change you 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 welcome change I do. And, and I think that's what helped has moved and motivated you throughout that you're not scared to change
3: I am not scared to change uh, you know people like I said they see it as a negative and mm-hmm. I embrace it mm-hmm. I'm like it's an opportunity to do something different it's it's a way of changing what we should be changing you know there's a quote from Cinderella um, just because it's what's done doesn't mean it should be what we do and so, I mean, you know, you got to break through those glass ceilings and think of things differently. And you can't do that. Just, you know, I think back even with um, in the program, what do we do in our process improvements? Is it something that we do to make it easier for ourselves or are we really thinking through on the other side? And people don't always mm-hmm. think in that way, right? So um, I, just, I just think I welcome it. I just think it's a
0: great way to um, take things to the next level. And I just want to reference the uh, glass, a glass ceiling, <laughs> Cinderella, oh, so oh, i that's an absolutely an analogy. beautiful um, analogy. <laughs> Very eloquent.
2: Now we know why she picked
1: her, her, her princess.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
2: <laughs> um, so one question I did have, I don't think it's one of the questions we sent you, was how did you get into this role? I think there's a lot of people who look at this opportunity and think that is such a cool job.
3: It's so funny because everybody says, Karen, I want your job. Right? Right? And I'm like, you can have it. No, I'm just kidding. You <laughs> <laughs> cannot have my job. Um, you know, it's it goes back to your brand um, and having your brand represent you well. And then networking, which is the, the key component to anything. It helps you to gain the movement. Um, and I, I learned of this opportunity. I interviewed for it. The rest is history. I mean, it's just – it was um, – I I always thought it was cool to be part of a team that had such huge impact across the organization. And the work that we're doing to build those relationships and not only just build them, but trusting relationships. Because I want to be seen as a partner in somebody's story, right? Being part of their story in a positive way.
2: So, and you guys do so much. How big is your team?
3: Our team is five. Yeah. We are five people strong. And we
0: <laughs> five, people five people for mm-hmm. for
2: all four of those major, massive oh my, yeah. programs. Now Let that sink in. Because yes. I
0: was like solely focused on PSX for Disney. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. That's a you guys know how to rock and roll.
3: Well, we we have a great team. I will say that we are very connected with with each other. Um, helping and advancing that work um, is critical. So you have to be aligned and you have to be connected. Um, and so we are. And so we've got a really strong team. I'm proud to be of that team.
1: And I'm sure as soon as you closed this Disney experience, you're already focused on 2020. Oh. I mean, you're, you're already working mm-hmm. on 2020. Although 2019 is happening right now, I'm sure you're already looking at 2020 and Absolutely. what's going. You know, what it's going to look
3: like. Yes. Yes. 2020, I mean, you know, you always have to be thinking about what's ahead. Um, and so we, we always listen to what people um, have to say that have gone through the program, and we take some of those suggestions and incorporate those. And, you know, it's about advancing the program and keeping it relevant to where we are as an organization and um, staying aligned to our strategy.
0: Well, mm-hmm. speaking of strategy, um, what does
3: the bold goal mean to you? Uh, The bold goal is is really a health journey, right? And it's being a partner uh, with each person that's on that health journey and understanding not everybody is in the same spot. So everybody's going to arrive at a different place. But it's it's how you kind of help somebody be their best healthy self. How can you be, uh, how can you show up to be the the best you can be health-wise?
1: So what else are you passionate about other than your work?
3: Um, you know, I am. There's a lot of things that I have passion. I mean, if you're talking personally, um, you know, I love um, I have changed my my diet is um, more plant based. So I take um, great pleasure. I love to cook. So I love creating recipes and talking to people about their health and Um, you know I'm not necessarily an expert in all of the things of of somebody's health journey necessarily but I certainly can offer um, some great advice and coaching I I do have a certification in health coaching
0: um, and I I absolutely love um, helping people that's awesome well and I kind of wanted to point out as you were speaking about your about bold goal and things the language that you used and recognizing that everyone is on a different health path and that's absolutely fine and people will get to where they need to go um so just noticing language used and how that's starting to come out Mm -hmm. as as humana's voice as well recognizing we all have different challenges um in in our our own personal health and how humana can help you know you get you where you need to go Uh, and speaking for our medicare members because i'm really nerdy and i watched our (laughs) medicare sales presentation on cable the other day oh nice
3: yeah (laughs) i did
2: Oh, what's a story you don't get to tell often enough?
3: I would say the stories from the program, PSX. I mean, there are some phenomenal stories. Um, we're, we're getting some, we're, we're gaining some ground on that, right? And um, I, I think there's some powerful things that people are not hearing. So I'll give you an example. Um, you know, we had a recent um, participant that presented their point-in-time presentation on the roundtable, which is a meeting that we all come together and people share uh, what work they're doing. And each participant does have an opportunity to do their point in time. And we encourage their leader to be a part of that. So um, three people usually go on the roundtable to share. Um, and then those three leaders are on the call. So it's a powerful platform, not only for um, the associates to be able to share their work, but then you get to hear the leaders really share the, the accolades they give each of their um, associates on the work that they're doing, which is it's kind of that. That's cool for me. But I will tell you, one of the recent stories is it came from pharmacy. And we had, um, we had an associate that was building a platform for um, people to be able to know when their medications were shipped, being able to track those. And he totally said um, the program, going through the experience, actually changed the way they approached that work and delivered a product that you can't, I mean, it's priceless. Um, So now our our members are able to track or will be able to track their medications, just like Amazon. So you'll know when you ordered it, when it was, uh, right, when it shipped, and when it was delivered. And talking about a peace of mind, there's no no value you can put on that. And that goes back to building that trusting relationship and a brand that people do trust. Mm -hmm. And that's really key. That's awesome.
0: And again, many people rely on that to have those Mm -hmm. those drugs shipped to their door. Many don't drive or they can't get to the pharmacy. Definitely peace of mind 100% on that. So I loved hearing that story. Yes.
1: Is there anything else you want to share with us before we close?
0: Um, I would
3: just um, I would just say that you know if you have a passion about what you're doing and you see opportunities, you know there's ways to get plugged into our team. Reach out. Um, you know, through the PSX, you can go to go PSX app. Um, there's lots of information on the program. You can certainly reach out to me. I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. I love talking about it. Um, you can actually go out to uh, go slash PSX summit award and be sure to nominate someone. This is an annual award, and we are looking for people to um Share what the best stories are, and we will be working through that process. Um, You know, Bonnie Rice leads the summit, and um, I would encourage you, if you have an interest to being a partner in that, reach out to her. She would love to hear from you.
1: Now, the go slash PSX app, there's an app.
3: Uh, well, PSX app is application. Sure. It's a, the, the link to the application okay. piece. Okay. But you can go out there the and certainly. Is an yes. No. <laughs> no. There's no. an app for that. Yes, there is. There is an <laughs> app. Um, and I would say, too, we've got a quarterly newsletter that we've got. So if you're not familiar with that, um, go to go slash perfect experience and sign up for that. We also have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, you know, sign up to that. We have lots of information that we share there, and you can go to go slash podcast to, to tune in there. Yeah,
1: And the host for that is Jason and...
3: Jason the, and Matt. Yes. yes. Yes, they rock that show, mm-hmm. so...
2: Jason Fonder is pretty cool.
3: He is pretty cool. You know, that's one of the things that I've been fortunate and blessed with is to have many awesome leaders in my life, and he is one of them.
2: And then Jody Billney is. Oh, I, mean, I know. <laughs> she's, so you know, for those listening, Jody Billney is is the chief consumer officer, and so you report up. That's correct. To her, mm-hmm. she is so she's inspiring. She's phenomenal.
3: She is inspiring.
2: Every time yes. she talks, I am listening.
3: I know. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. she commands Something the audience. And, she and does. I, I'm captivated from the moment she starts speaking. So. Well,
2: and she's so member focused, member centric mm-hmm. that it's hard not to listen to what she's saying because it, it just to me, she, it comes from such an authentic place yeah. mm-hmm. that you you are invited into her world when she's speaking because it's it's real, it's raw.
3: Yeah. You talk about the experience. That was when it changed for. For what we do in perfect for the PSX program, it was service focused earlier when the program started. When Jody joined, she wanted us to focus in on the experience. So oh, wow. that's a really a true testament to, you know, who she is and what her focus is and how she believes in that. And I, I respect her for that.
2: Absolutely. Any Well, I think you gave us some action items. I did, I did.
3: Okay,
0: perfect. And we will include links to everything that we have mentioned in this episode in the show notes, so make sure to check those out so you can get all the information on a perfect experience, the Summit Awards, and Disney Perfect Experience, PSX, did did I list all of them? And the recognition. Oh, and recognition. Look at me forgetting something.
2: (laughs) Well, I do have one more question. How many times have you been to Disney
0: oh wow um,
3: about 21 22 <laughs> times do yeah. you have a
0: favorite Disney experience
3: oh, favorite Disney experience memorable I, I will tell you my my favorite is watching people in the program have that aha moment mm-hmm. in that in that space where they're sitting in that classroom you know we're not only in the classroom but we're in the field. But just seeing the light bulbs go off, it and then knowing what what the
0: impacts that's going to make for the people we serve, that's the the magic for me. And I experienced Disney magic this summer. Took my nephews to Disney, and we have we have about three really cool, really positive things that happened. And I, I love every time I see my nephews, they're like, we we should go to Disney again next year, Aunt Bibi, <laughs> we should do this again because you remember this right. and like that that was like a. Truly magical, best ant moment ever. Awesome. Was doing that.
2: Thank you, Karen. We are welcome. We appreciate your time and just sharing more about your world and what you do. And thanks to your team.
3: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for
2: having me. And that's it for this episode. You can share with us on buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe by texting
0: THL to 239 We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life.
1: Until next time, be intentional,
0: stay curious, and inspire others.